Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode five of the Late to the Game podcast, hosted by yours truly, Ellie. And today I'm joined once again by our charming Irish companion, Ned. But first, before I bring him in, I actually just have to say this is our first one that is a, a visual recording as well. <laughs> and it's hysterical because we both entered the call and realized we're wearing exactly the same shirt. So <laughs> we, we planned this. <laughs> we, we totally planned not. this. <laughs> but Don't I thought it was her. worth mentioning. <laughs> I thought it was worth mentioning for our first visual <laughs> pod that we are twinning. Um, but without further ado, Ned, how have you been and what have you been playing? I've been okay, yeah. Um, keeping good. The world is starting to open up and I got a haircut yesterday. So Amazing. Um, you know, you I got a haircut what I do this week is, too. Uh, do this on video for a change and, and like <laughs> I wouldn't have. I genuinely wouldn't have done it if uh, <laughs> if I hadn't have had that haircut. Um, no, I'm 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 pretty good. I'm I'm pretty excited about you know life moving on and uh, yeah. the world opening back up. If I'm honest, absolutely. Uh, definitely haven't played as many games as I I think I probably should have during this last year. I've, you've I've been doing more. a bit. <laughs> yeah, you've been doing quite a lot. So yeah, I think, I think that's well, a reasonable excuse. I know, but you know, it's a games podcast. So, you know, I'm going to talk about it my is. games regret. My <laughs> a little bit. Fair. <laughs> Maybe the topic for another day. Yeah, I, 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 I remember when all of this started kicking off. I was like, oh man, I'm going to platinum so many games. I'm going to try out new games. And uh, so much I haven't couch done time. Near as much. <laughs> so much couch time. And you know what? Maybe in the early days, I, I kind of did. Uh, and I revi- played the whole Uncharted series again with Ryan. Uh, yeah, you blew my, through those. My boy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what have I been playing lately? Uh, well, Valhalla still goes on, but let's not dwell on that. Um, <laughs> it's got a little bit better. I've played a few quest lines. I've, I've, I've found a way to play it that suits me, which is uh, just pick a single quest line and play that in a, in a single setting and then put it away for a day or two and, and, and come back it's kind of like a soap opera but we're vikings um See, so, I'm so but I'm, I'm confused as to that approach though because like i don't understand how you would play it any other way like how do you not just play through one quest line in a singular area and then move on like what am i missing there Oh no, no, definitely. I mean, that's what I <laughs> that's definitely what I do. What I mean is that I'm playing through a single quest line and then I'm stopping my gameplay for the day <laughs> and I might not okay. come back to it for a few days. You know? Fair. So I'm 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 treating the quest lines as a single sitting of um I see of gaming. Um, you know. So but no, I've I've managed to, to play a few other games over over the last couple of weeks as well. Um I am just after finishing Ratchet and Clank Tools of Destruction with my daughter. So Faye And how is that? It's really fun. Really fun. And particularly, yeah. like, I mean, it's a fun game anyway, but it makes it a lot more fun playing it with an eight-year-old. Of course. Um, you know, she absolutely loved it. Loved all the silly humor and the wacky and wild weapons that you that you have in it. And, um so it's been really fun it's a it's a funny game in that i never played any of the the old ratchet and clank games mm. um i i i think i guess they came out at a time where i was like 
hitting my early 20s and games like that like you know cartoony platformers seemed like me yeah maybe which is silly you know and i think the older you get the more mm. you realize that 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 kind of a that that kind of approach is silly anyway but um i it just it kind of came around the same time as Spyro and Jack and Daxter and, you know, those type of games. And um, for me, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so it just wasn't appealing. Um, but if you look at the humor that's used in it, there, it's really adult, fun, funny humor. Um, and and that's so there's been like like the best Pixar movies, you know, there's something in it for the adults and there's something. In I was it for just going to say well. that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so it's right. been really fun. Um, but what what tools of destruction is it's a retelling of the first game to how he becomes a, a galactic ranger um but it's okay. it it's based on the movie so it's it's a game based on a movie of the game mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense <laughs> so um so a movie a came way. out in 2015 that was based on these games and it was kind of a you know a retelling of the story and then this game tools of destruction is a game version of that movie. So <laughs> the movie I, I checked it out on um Rotten Tomatoes as well and I think it, it's like at 20% so I, I don't think the movie was well uh, received. I haven't seen no, it. I don't know. It does not sound well received. I would be interested in watching it though. You know, like cuz there is such a cult love of Ratchet and Clank. And for it to have gotten 20% means that there might be something comically bad about it, you know? You know, I think the tra- I watched the trailer of it and the trailer looks better than the story from the game, from the mm. game I've just finished. Like, see, this is the problem. This is the one problem with the game. I-, I love it. I think it's visually stunning. I can't believe it's a five-year-old game. It looks yeah. beautiful. The animation is it fantastic. Is the weapons that they create are just so funny. And I'll get to that in a moment. Um, <laughs> but... The story is really disjointed because what they're using is they're using scenes from the movie as the cutscenes, and then the, sure. it just doesn't link up. It feels like I'm missing whole portions of the story constantly. The humor is funny, but I feel like I'm not. Re- it's not all. Um, it doesn't, doesn't all, all join together. Yeah, something's just missing. It, it, there's just serious uh, gaps in the storytelling um a lot of the time but look see that's I mean, interesting because a- i i had started um ratchet and clank like one night i was just bored because i just i play so many like 80 plus hour games that sometimes you just get bored of seeing the same thing over and over so i was like you know what maybe i will just try ratchet and clank for an evening and like i played like the first hour of it maybe two hours of it and it is really cute like it's fun and the weapons seem really fun um but I feel like even from what I've gotten already, I can kind of see where you're at. Like, I it it doesn't yeah, quite nail the it's, adult it's humor not, for the for like in the Pixar way. <laughs> I I guess it's just there's some some sort of context missing because I haven't played these games before. There's something missing that I'm not. I guess the movie may have been a little bit more coherent or maybe it wasn't. Maybe that's what it got 20%. <laughs> um, but yeah, something about the whole plot just is is missing because it was, you know, it's taking these and it's clear when they've actually changed over to the cutscenes from the movie as well. Mm. And I, I don't like that either. Sure. What I'm really excited about is um, the new game uh, that's coming out, Rift yeah. Apart. Um, which Rivet comes looks out next so month, cool. And that's the reason. 
yeah and that's the reason that i've been playing through this because i want to be ready for for that coming out and that whole you know everything's going to be more coherent there because you know the storyline the gameplay the plot everything has been developed by the the one studio mm-hmm. um so i'm guessing that this is maybe going to be a return to form um and it looks stunning as well it, it looks, looks brilliant. so cool but such a fun game. Game. Um, I, I highly recommend it. Um, you know, on the build up to the new game that's coming out, really fun. Um, as I said, the weapons. Like, there's one weapon called the Groovertron, which you okay. fire um, disco balls at the enemies, Love that. and they they just start grooving. You know, <laughs> um, so funny. And, and there's you know, Mister Zircon, this little robot companion that you know is is really funny and his dialogue is hilarious as he's attacking enemies mm-hmm. for you. Um, really funny. Um, so yeah, that's, that's been what I've, uh, I've been playing now. We finished it last night and, uh, uh, my daughter immediately got sick. <laughs> she hasn't been well the last couple it's of unrelated. days. And she like, she held it down so well during the whole game. We got that gold trophy, uh, you know, uh, pinged and uh, she was out the door. <laughs> so. Oh my God, bless her. I can't believe like that's, that's, she's such a you kind of child as well. Like to have suffered in and just been like, we've been working towards the end of this game for so long. And she has openly commented about how long the game is as well. So for her to like suffer through it and be like, we will make it to this ending and then I will go throw up is hysterical. Like what dedication for an eight year old. (laughs) Because it did as a game, it kind of has a number of false endings as well. Like it has a bit of a return of the King sort of vibe to it in that like, (laughs) Man, I thought this was the last level, and and it kind of goes on a little bit longer than than I thought. It now, that could have been just my perception of it too. I may, may you know, um, you see, but yeah. I mean, I, I feel I, like you're gonna get a reputation for always wanting games to be like done. <laughs> like every game that you've talked about, you're like, ah, oh, it's just never ending. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you know. But, look, uh, you know, it's where I'm at in my life. What have you been playing? I okay, so. No surprise. I'm still playing Final Fantasy. Um, And I absolutely just adore every second of it. Like every time that I pick up the, like, okay. So one of the things that I have been struggling with is um, rerouting my interests to whenever I have free time to pick up the controller. Because like, you know, every, almost every other year in my life, that's not been what I've done. Like there might be brief stints where like I got like a Lego Harry Potter game or a Lego Indiana Jones. And I was like, yes, I will play this until it's done, but it's gone in a weekend, you know? Whereas like now this is something I'm trying to do in like a consistent basis and to make it a chore feels wrong. But if I don't make it a chore, then I don't do it. And then I'm just like, Oh, why am I playing these big games? And it's just because like, I just have too many interests and I need to just like hone in sometimes and be like, you're going to enjoy yourself when you play. So just do it. But what were you going to say? I guess it's kind of like where I'm at with books now at the moment, you Mm. know? Um, I mean, I've, I've read a lot in, in the past, but like right now at the moment, there's just a tension Every time, you know, I know I should be reading more. I want to read more. I know once I start it and I, you know, get my cup of tea. Exactly. And everything, um, I'm going to, I'm going to love it. But it's just that tension to starting. Um, I guess that's, that it's kind of similar. We all, we all have things in our lives that are just like that, whether that's gaming for you or books mm. for me right now at the moment, or maybe it's even work sometimes as well. You know, like uh, I love creating websites. That's what I'm doing a lot of lately. Mm-hmm. 
I forget that I enjoy it. And so the, the, the tension to yeah. start is always the, the, the biggest barrier to getting work done. Um, totally. But I'm, I'm glad to hear that once you're, once you've been starting these games that you've you've been loving them. of course and so how where, what's yeah. happening in final fantasy 7 without spoilers for anyone that hasn't played it what what's what's happening uh well i mean i'm like i'm like 25 hours into it um and i just played uh, an underground sewer portion uh oh. of which i am now because because i'm newly employed i um am going to be pre-recording videos just like whenever I can play so that I don't have to adhere to like a specific streaming schedule that people can like you know get used to um so I was recording some gameplay last night and like like okay you know I can't I can't actually I can't talk about this without saying spoilers so you know just warning spoiler alert you know skip ahead like a 30 seconds if you want spoiler alert for the 25 year old game yeah (laughs) it's not Okay, this is the remake. Well, the it's done is. differently. The, the plot's the same. Up until this point, it did, the plot's definitely the same. Anyways, Anyways. I just got to the train graveyard portion with all Ooh. the like trapped souls of children. And oh my god, the the like superior ghost that you have to fight, the ghoul that you have to fight, that's huge. And it's in like a in a makeshift office room i got it on the first try but what a harrowing fight like mm-hmm. it was so hard and i kept trying like because i was i i basically was just Aerith the whole time because the only thing that worked against it was like magic except like on occasion and i kept putting myself behind things to block its firing and then getting mad that it was blocking mine as well like <laughs> like i was like why is it shoot why isn't it going through the bookcase like <laughs> I feel like I was being unreasonable for the um, the situation that I had put myself in to protect myself. But that was so hard. And the whole time I was just falling more and more in love with Aerith because she's so perfect and she's so wholesome and she's so loving and accepting of every living or like sentient creature, I guess. And it was just ugh, everything that she did. That- and when when she got taken away... I, I like vowed, you will find on the video, I vowed to destroy everything in my path to get her back. I was like, everyone so will you, die. <laughs> you're not a fr- you're you're not a fan of the Turks at the moment. So. <laughs> well, no, I it's you know, it's fine. I've got her again. But um no, I was I was so like upset. I was like, if something happens to Aerith, I will not stop my rampage. I will kill everyone. <laughs> but it's okay now. <laughs> with that that whole section of the game that that train graveyard is a really good example of what they've done so well in that game because in the original um you know you're you're going through sirs and then you're going through the um train graveyard and you've got all these different types of enemies that you're fighting throughout the tr- throughout the whole game and they make no sense in it's just you know japanese rpg games lots of different types um, of encounters lots of different types just, yeah so yeah a lot of people thought that the, you know they wouldn't put the train graveyard in because ghosts in that game wouldn't really make sense it was but, a surprise but, they, but i love it they put it. it in and they put an emotional depth to it um, yes. that never gets over explained either you know it's mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty subtle way to tell that story uh, and yeah. but there's a lot more depth to to it and leaves a lot up to your imagination they could have left all of that out. They could have had you go through the sewers for another hour. 
but they put yeah. it in and they actually created a moment where, as you say, you, you fall in love with Aries even more. Yeah. Because of her connection with those spirits. And, Absolutely. Oh, it's really well done. It's it really just, well done. That's one of my favorite parts of that game. Me too. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. you know, as I know in my community, I'm known as someone who's like a big scaredy cat. And like generally <laughs> like ghosts in any kind of story would be the thing to scare me. But in this, like it was just it was such a thoughtful exploration of character. And it was like my God, the action does not quit. And so like, even if you're annoyed that you have another encounter, like you, you can anticipate that it's coming. Like, you know, what's happening in the loop and there's a kind of mm. comfort in that without getting complacent. And, um, and of course, fleshing out like both Tifa and um, Aerith's character was just, it was just so, so lovely. Um, but Besides that, and their relationship impl- with each other as well, because that's the yeah. first time. Yeah, absolutely. No, their relationship together is so beautiful, and I love playing as that trio. Like, I love, I love the combat that I can do in that trio. I think it's just so, like, just so good. It feels so good to play as them. Um, but mm-hmm. the other game that I have been playing is Concrete Genie. And that is our topic for today, because I am going into a platinum run for Concrete Genie. And this is baby's first platinum. And I've got a lot of thoughts. (laughs) But first of all, why don't you kick off what you want to say about platinum runs? Well, yeah, I mean, I I have the platinum on Concrete Genie. um, Because the game itself isn't that long. And maybe you -mm. you probably have another three to four hours to play after that to get the platinum sure um i always use guides for platinums i'm not gonna lie i you know and i know most of the people that kind of go trophy hunting they use guides and they use pstrophies.com and all of that sort of thing um i don't have the patience for looking for things i don't have the patience for looking for my own (laughs) keys when i lose them Um, so (laughs) i like to bring up a guide that's gonna help me kind of explore different areas and i like the i like the process of you know getting the various different pages or whatever it is in 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 the particular game i don't like not knowing where i'm meant to be going (laughs) there and just randomly looking around the place so i use guides and i did for concrete genie uh too because there's a that's actually a lot of what that platinum is it's it's finding all of these lots of collectibles yeah Mm, yeah so i know i i'm i'm really interested to hear how you get on with the platinum thing because yeah i know that you you uh want to figure things out for yourself when it comes to the core gameplay of something and i want to uh-huh. see whether that transfers to your platinum runs because if it does wow <laughs> that, that is a big commitment <laughs> to not use guides to find everything yeah i um I won't lie. I don't have that much integrity when it comes to the platinum run side of it, especially if it's a collectibles <laughs> kind of thing. Um, I was just searching for the thing. And I, it, like there was a moment where I was playing, like, you know, after I finished the game and I was playing uh, just to like, you know, find the pages and stuff. And because you could go on the rooftops to a certain extent and like see mm. where things are floating around or something. But then there's a, there comes a point where you've received all of those and you still don't have all the pages. And it's like, the whole world is the, is an option. <laughs> like I have to, like, I have to figure out where they are after that. So I was like, uh, no, I will find a tutorial to find pages. And I did go through, um, I did go through and 
find I think I I think I have all the pages now, all the sketches and everything. But the thing that's giving me the most trouble with the platinum run are a couple of the like moments that you have to create. So for anyone that hasn't mm. played Concrete Genie, um, you are a, a child named Ash that paints a, a like an abandoned fishing village. And in your paintings, you can create what's called genies. And these are creatures that you like play with off and on uh, throughout the whole gameplay experience. And there are little drawings on the sides of buildings where you can call genies over to them and they will tell you what they want you to paint. And that fulfills a genie moment. There were like 20 yeah, moments, they, they I they interact with what, with, with what you're painting as well. So that's right. what creates the moment is their interaction with your painting. Yeah. Um, and they're really cute. And some of them are they're funny. So and they, they, they add a lot of uh, sort of uh, emotional depth to your relationship with those genies. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But my issue that's happening, and like you can tell, like there's there's a couple aspects. Like this game, I like I'm putting out a piece on or by the time this comes out, I will have a piece out on Concrete Genie. And you can you can glean from that piece that I find this game to be remarkably beautiful. And I find the levels in metaphorical importance are extraordinary. But there are some issues in uh, in certain development things where it just feels like it was a bit rushed and especially post game when you're just exploring the world to find all of these things like there are a lot of glitching trophies and this is the first game I've ever been like compelled to get a platinum. I was like, I love this. I love this mechanic. I love this world. I want to spend more time in it. And then to be going through this platinum run and being like, why can't my genie get to this fucking moment? is really frustrating. (laughs) I mean, mean, as I said to you, I I have the platinum on this. Yeah. So, so, as with a lot of the games that I play now, I now I now have to play through them twice, maybe even three times. <laughs> three times. Astro, Astrobot, <laughs> I have the platinum three times. Once for me, <laughs> once for my son Ryan, and the uh, once for once for Faye as well. So Concrete Genie was one of these games. Um, I was playing it. I was doing the platinum run, and Faye seeing it. And I mean, if you haven't seen Concrete Genie, you can imagine how colorful it is and it's beautiful. so beautiful. And she loves art. She does art classes, mm-hmm. and you know, so she was she fell in love with it instantly. Played the mm-hmm. whole game, beat the whole thing did every single trophy up until the last bronze trophy for the um genie moments yeah. and one of them glitched and there was no fix to it i'm genuinely tempted to replay the game in its entirety for yeah. a third time on her profile just to try and uh get get that, get that trophy yeah get that moment for her yeah. um yeah. but yeah so the, so it, and, and i have a photograph of her because it, you know, she was just devastated. Because <laughs> naturally, that's what you do when your that's child what you is do crying. As a dad, yeah. Because <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we we spent hours. You know, we over the course of probably a week, we had spread the the time out, and yeah, um, she she was she was ready for it, and it just didn't pop. Yeah, so, that's devastating. Um, yeah, we we don't know that that's the same because my my glitch was slightly different in that the the genies weren't weren't asking for the painting. They they would come to the little moment area. I and they weren't is. asking because um, i had a kind a, of it's happened in experience. a few different places it, it, so i've okay. seen, i've read i've read that it, that it has happened in a few different places for different players um mm. but what the 
what you're really struggling with though is getting the genies to come to that moment now i did struggle with that a little bit um as well but i always figured out a way eventually or maybe i just leave the area and come back and you know they'd figure out a way to get there too you yeah know? <clears throat> so have you have you have you come across any one particular moment that just absolutely isn't happening um there was a there was a moment when i thought i had come to that but i have since circumvented it but um there's this actually the way i was trying to rig it like i would have been so proud of myself if this was the solution i had to come (laughs) up with for it to work but it actually ended up being way simpler it was just the game had reset a specific genie that i'd already created after I finished the game. So you had to go create that genie again and bring them over to your moment. But what I was doing was I was able, like I couldn't get the genies that I already had to like cross the wall to the other building that I needed them on, but I could get them to go onto the, the um, other side of the wall that I was on. So I was like using the iceberg things to, cause they swim through the water and they, they perch themselves on top of the icebergs. So I went back down and around and put icebergs up so high and they were sitting on top of it. Like they swam up through the water that I had created and we're getting onto like just the section below where like the roof that I was standing on, like they were on the brick wall they were on the right wall that i needed them for but they couldn't pass above this specific line and so then i was like this is it this is the end of this run i can't do this and i think i texted you and i was like what <laughs> that's is right yeah happening and you were like i mean sometimes i've had to actually go and make another genie so that might be the situation and i like kept searching online because of that like gave me hope and then i found that actually was the case but um <laughs> there there's one where like a, a couple people have said that like if they can't get their genies to a specific place that um that like to just close the game and come back into it at a different time mm. is something that will help so that's what i'm in the process of turn now. it off and turn <laughs> it back on again <laughs> yeah the the classic <laughs> um yeah I, I think if that's if i, I think they'll all be over you it, it, issues that you'd be able to overcome but i, I yeah. think if you come to, come across the moment that just doesn't um ask be you for so the, sad mm, <laughs> so maybe get the moments done and then then you can yeah. move on with the rest of the uh, the trophy hunting but you know like i'm interested to see how you feel about platinum runs in general then after you've mm. done this one because this is a short enough one um yeah uh, you know um because they do they change the way you play a game, of course, you know? Totally, um, yeah, because it becomes about ticking boxes. It's not about, like, experiencing the game. Well, in some ways, though, it is, because, you know, we all kind of um, find our particular way of playing a game, whether it's God sure. of War, or, and, and we, we stick to a single style that, you know, we, we know is going to beat the boss, you know, so that we can right. progress the gameplay. <laughs> Whereas I think trophy lists and platinums at their best force you to explore a game in 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 all the ways the developer has has worked on you know mm. um and and whether that's a new uh, weapon that you wouldn't have used otherwise or whether it's a new combination of skills or i think that's what you know that's what i love about trophy lists when they're when they're done really well the collectible ones are I have a love hate relationship with yeah them. i feel like i would take issue with collectible ones like because it doesn't it doesn't 
I guess that's where my opinion on the platinum run is going. Because as soon as you said, "Well, I think it kind of adds something to gameplay," my brain was like, "Weapons. They make you they make you use other weapons." So like that would absolutely add to your your mm. idea of the gameplay. But collectibles, I find to be kind of just kind of cheap. Like, yeah. you know, go to these different places, pick this up, and that is the thing that you're doing. Like, I, I it, it it really depends on the game. Like yeah. some collectibles, like Spider-Man. I love the collectibles in Spider-Man. In fact, mm-hmm. the map shows you where they are. You don't even have to search for them, you know? Oh, that's nice. <laughs> um, but it just forces you to go to parts of the world with various different views or different mm. things that they, the developers have created that they want you to see. Sure. Um, and so it becomes uh, sort of a trophy almost for exploring rather than, mm. um, you know, collecting as such but in spider-man another you know thing that they did to make the collectibles interesting was every collectible had like a little audio dialogue of you know some that added to story elements of of peter parker's past so you know that's really it was it was adding depth to the to the character and to the Mm storyline as well so collectibles can be done really well um the other thing that i absolutely love about collectibles at that point if it's again if it's if it's done well is uh, sticking on. I love listening to long form podcasts or <laughs> audiobooks while I do that because the the story is finished and now uh-huh. I'm just exploring and I'm you know, I'm I'm riding my horse through the island of Tsushima and I'm collecting well you know all different different things that I'm collecting in that game and uh, just listening to to an audiobook. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's fair it's like I, well particularly over this year i haven't been able to drive anywhere so <laughs> right exploring I, I actually, feudal japan has been uh quite fun <laughs> i actually i did do that um a bit at, with my once i started the platinum part of it and i was like oh i'm just in the world like painting and picking stuff up so like yeah maybe i will actually listen to a podcast so i actually i did listen to an episode um of dungeons and dragons or what like there will be dungeons so the mm. Scott Johnson podcast, which I just adore beyond all reason, find any excuse to listen to it while I'm doing other things. Um, but I do, I want to ask, how do you, as someone who has like done more, much more trophy hunting than I have, but you seem to be very selective about your trophy hunting. How do you pick what Ooh. games you're going to do for a platinum? Well, if I have to beat it on hard, I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy remake was immediately out. <laughs> I considered that one. I, I actually did think that just because I'm such a yeah, because I'm such a fan of the game that I kind of felt like that was a platinum that Necessary. I that I should have. Yeah. yeah. Um and yeah, so if I have to beat it twice, I generally don't do it. So okay. if a platinum is possible through a single uh, playthrough, um and maybe you you finish the game and then you have to kind of mop up all of the collectibles and and various mm. other little side storylines and stuff i'll definitely do a platinum uh, run if you know if i can do it like that uh, but if i have to play through a 40 hour game twice i i just can't I, I just don't have the time for that you know yeah um and a lot of the a lot of the older games when when they first came out when trophy lists started coming out for ps3 a lot of the older games would be um you know, you have to beat it on hard to get the gold trophy, but you had to unlock hard. So you'd have to beat it on yeah. in medium to unlock hard, which means that naturally you would have to play through it twice. So right. anything like that, I definitely I definitely won't do. Um, and if the game's just super hard or if it's asking me to beat like a, a boss that I just don't want to grind against, then I'm not going to do it. So God of War, <laughs> I'd love to have the, the platinum trophy in God Valkyries. of War. 
I'm not going to try those Valkyries. I fought I them once will. and instantly realized that's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> not now. It's, maybe, it's like, maybe in a few years. I feel like I can compare it to, um, this is so specific, but um, back home, there is a restaurant that has a flavor. Of, they make amazing, amazing chicken wings. And there is a flavor of wings that you can get that's called Hurt Me. And I feel like, I feel like, because they're just so spicy, like they're just unbelievably hot. But I feel like that's what that kind of platinum run is like. It's a Hurt Me run. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, please it's, it's destroy me. <laughs> it's a Souls game. It's a Souls game type of type of thing. It's the, the, the people that like to just punish themselves play that. And then the people that I, get I, Platinums I in Souls like games. That. A whole other oh, breed. Oh, man. Whole other breed of, breed of people. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, like, you know, when I was... Uh, when I was a teenager, there were certain things that I would do before before trophies were a thing, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> old man gamer. Um, but before trophies were a thing, there would be certain things that I would try to do to, um, you know, punish myself, you know, to play a game better. And um, I remember I used to play a lot of Formula One games. And uh, there'd be, there, there was competitions that would be held sort of around Ireland and the UK where you'd send in your times. You had to send in uh, the, like your, your times and your codes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Post them in to show that you, to prove that you got a particular time on a track. That's amazing. And, and I, would, I, I, I would compete at that for hours and hours and hours just to like beat my previous time by like 0. 0.00 tree of a second you know that's insane um, so i guess i i guess i i totally get the um the the, the mindset that goes into that i'm just mm. that's just not where i'm at in my life <laughs> that's fair i don't think i've ever been in that place in my life like but well, i mean i think you are a completionist I think, though i am and i think the um uh, i don't know how the rate, not the rate, um, the amount that I enjoyed the game is the amount I'm willing to suffer for the game, I think. So, like, mm. I obsessed over God of War, and I probably will get the platinum in that one day just because I love that world and I want to get better, especially because, like, that was one of that was one of my first games I ever completed. And I like I have a much better understanding of battle mechanics and like how to just play a video game that so many people just have as a skill because they've been gaming for Mm -hmm. so many years. Like that was one of the, one of the first that I actually completed. Um, and so I would love to actually like go back now that I have these like more like trained motor skills for gaming, um, to, to, and you, you are, you're, you're, you are a better gamer than than I would than I would be. I think naturally, oh. anyway. Um, yeah, yeah I, th- I think so. I, I I'm not a good gamer. <laughs> I just know that's not. true. I love them. I love them. I love strategy games and stuff like that. But like, I'm just not that good. And, I don't think that's seen, true. I, I've seen no. I'm not. I'm not. I, I've I've seen, I've seen your I've Horizon seen Zero Dawn takedowns. That game flatters you with how cool you look when you do things very well. <laughs> that, for every it's one of those simple. moments that I posted on Instagram, there was a thousand uh, times <laughs> that I ran into a rock and knocked myself out, you know. Um, so it really flatters you. Um, no, I mean, I, 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 I've watched you kind of progress over the, the last number of months and, and seen 
um, you know, uh, um, you beating bosses first time on the likes of the the house in you know Final Fantasy and stuff. Oh, that tough, house, tough bosses, you know. Mm. Um, and uh, going from a few years ago, where you, uh, a few months ago, where you didn't, <laughs> you know, where you wanted to play everything on easy mode at, at the beginning, and which is completely valid and people should play the way they want but just to see that progression in mm. in, in you has been has been great you know um so i think uh intuitively you might be better i still might be a bit more experienced at this point but i think you're a gonna bit. surprise me at some <laughs> point you know um, well thank you yeah, yeah i mean i do find that like sometimes a game just like clicks for me like um the battle system, and, and I don't know if it has more to do with me as a player or if it has more to do with the development and the battle mechanics, because for um, for Remake, for instance, I find in the beginning, I didn't find that system as intuitive, but now it's like second nature to me. Like I feel so comfortable mm. navigating those, those lists and those abilities and those items and spells. Um, but when Concrete Genie shifted, and the the controller mapping that's a hard shift isn't it a hard shift and when the controller mapping was um your element your elemental attacks were on the joypad and your dodge was r1 i was like i could not possibly do this like like that boss battle i think i think i played it on normal um maybe three times over a couple of days. And it's a long boss battle that is unforgiving. Like if you die in it, you start at the beginning again. Like it's not one of the ones that saves mid fight. Um, <laughs> right. And so I played and I was so, I was getting so frustrated because my instinct was to use circle as dodge and circle is wind. So rather than dodging, I was stopping and like casting a spell basically. And that does not save you <laughs> from getting like a plummeting attack from this like genie bird thing. And so I was getting so frustrated and um, I left it for a day. And when I came back to it and I still died with the, with going on normal, I was just like, fuck this. I'm putting it on easy. And then I beat that the first time because <laughs> easy is very <laughs> forgiving in that game. Like so forgiving. And I was like, I just want to be done with this so I can go and paint. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, for anyone that hasn't played it, there is a, a hard shift probably around 80% of the game in um, yeah. where the gameplay changes significantly um, mm -hmm. and, and changes until you kind of beat the game. And then you're kind of back to your, back to your painting <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and happy times. Um, like but it's not it, a demanding goes, game at all in skill until that no. point. And it, and and it's only demanding at that point because you haven't been doing that up until that point and you're exactly. absolutely right the mapping of the buttons it doesn't make a huge amount of sense. Um so you know that's a an absolutely valid time to just switch it down. Hey, you haven't yeah. been, you know, yeah, you haven't taught me to play the game this way up until now. I'm <laughs> yeah. just at the end. I'm switch, you know, you're not going to punish me for, you know, in terms of my, my trophies mm -hmm. here. So just switch it down, move on, breeze past it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. No, that's exactly what I did. Cause I was like, I just, I'm, it's getting to the point where I have played this boss for such a length of time that I'm no longer, <laughs> it's affecting my overall mood about this game. And like, that's not good. The whole game, 80% mm. of the game is really good, you know? So yeah, um, it's, it's really good. And, and you know what, the, the, the combat aspect of it probably could have been better, but it does seem, and you mm. said at the, at the beginning, it does seem like the sort of game that um, they got certain, uh, a, a certain amount through the um, mm -hmm. development of, of, of the process. And it seemed to be like, guys, 
you've got six more months, start wrapping it up. <laughs> and they just didn't like because there's only three main areas, and that seems it seems like they probably intended to do more. Well, um, see, I think the reason that it feels like such a hard shift is because in the first, you know, 80% of the game, if we want to keep hmm. going with that number, um, you are, you know, just like going along to the beat of your own drum. There isn't a narrative force that is kicking you into the next thing. It's just, it's just completing objectives. And hmm. there are barely any altercations because you can avoid the bullies by going on the rooftops and stuff. But right. once there is that shift, there are suddenly like, it feels like time contingent uh, objectives, you know, like you want to save the other kids. So you have to start, um, you have to actually start like kicking into gear. And like, whereas you have not been required to do anything in, with immediacy. Um, and so I think it, it makes that last 20% feel very rushed because there is an actual driving force to it. Yeah, I, I, I guess I, I just feel like the, that could have been integrated more earlier in the game too um I'm, mm. I'm not sure how they would have done it but if they were teaching you how to play that way throughout the game sure um maybe where you maybe where you would paint and then fight paint and then fight but instead right. of all of this painting and then at the very end teaching you a brand new mechanic that just seems out of out of place at that point mm. in the game I, I mean maybe there was a way to maybe integrate that a little bit more uh, like yeah. narratively speaking it makes sense what you're doing at that point in the game makes sense narratively totally. they, they, narratively the whole game is actually really well it's done so and, good yeah. um but yeah i i just think that 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 was a hard shift for for me too yeah. um but then but to... you know you, you finish it and then you're back to collecting all your trophies and painting and <laughs> exactly. fun with with the genies <laughs> Exactly. But to, to bring it back to the discussion at hand, uh, what is your favorite platinum you've ever gotten? And what's your least favorite you've ever gotten? Ooh, favorite <laughs> platinum. That's uh -huh. a really good question. Um, I did really enjoy Spider-Man um, yeah. because it's, it's all, it, it, the minute that I looked at the trophy list, I was like, yeah, this is definitely doable. I just need to put a bit of time into it. Um, and all of the little collectibles along the way, as I said, told a bit of story. So really enjoyed that one. Um, Skyrim was a funny one. So I have this, the, the Skyrim uh, platform. I didn't realize you I've had only that got one. About, that I've long. only got about 15. Like, I haven't got a huge amount of them. <laughs> but there was 15? one... <laughs> <laughs> it's not that many, uh, you know, um, when you I consider him. Well, there was one trophy, um, and it was something to do with raising your thief level to like maximum. And okay. I figured out a hack that if I left my, if I went into a particular corner of this tavern and ducked down and hid, that um, you know my, but I but I had to keep my finger on square to 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 keep in that position or something like that. I can't remember okay. the details. All I do remember is that I sellotaped the square button down and left my PlayStation 3 on all night and came down the next day and ping, there was my platinum That's trophy. hysterical. <laughs> that is so cheap. That's so funny. Um, that game, I, I mean... I. I'm still only done about fifty percent of the stuff that's that that that's possible to do in the game, and, and you know, it's so still huge. Platinum, so it's just, it's a it's a big game. Um, so I don't know what I'd say that that was the least favorite. I, I don't know. I don't have that a least like favorite a good because experience. if 
that was yeah i was kind of proud of myself for the hack yeah. uh, but i guess if 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 something if i'm not i don't pursue pursue platinums if i'm not having fun so i, I don't think there's any of them that sure. i would say was a bad experience you know because i i just i give up i just i don't because they're, they're <laughs> only any of like, them longer don't... than you expected uh, Ghosts, Ghosts of Tsushima, what got that one last year? Um, that was a little bit longer than I thought it would be. Uh, I, I thought I was way closer to getting it when I finished the game, and uh, you know uh. I've only got to like light some of these lighthouses and collect some of these uh, collectibles, uh, and then it just seemed to take me for ages. But I got through um, a few really good bo- audiobooks <laughs> while I was doing it. So, my God, a few. <laughs> Well, maybe not a few, but, you know, I maybe finished one and started another. How about that? <laughs> okay, that seems more reasonable. I was just thinking, because, like, I'm going to play Ghost at some point, and I, I was just thinking, like, that sounds harrowing. That's long. I, I, I guess because they're just, they're, they're digital trophies, uh, I'm not going mm-hmm. to change my life for a digital trophy. If I'm having fun, I'll pursue it. If I'm not... Mm-hmm. And I finish the storyline and maybe, you know, for me, I'm probably the same as you. Narrative is what kind of keeps me attached to a game. Anyway, yeah. the narrative's finished and I'm not enjoying the sort of the, the, the additional parts. Like Ghosts mm. was a great, I wanted to exist in that world a little bit longer. It was just beautiful. Right. I wanted to explore it and see what it all, what the developers had built there. So I was happy to kind of explore and, um, you know, uh, see what it was all, all about, you know? So, um, yeah, um, I don't think I've had a bad experience. The easiest ones were the Telltale games. Um, so that the yeah, Walking you get Dead those just for finishing, don't you? Just for finishing the game, yeah. With the exception of mm. um, the Wolf Among Us, I think had something that you had to do in each game, um, and it was normally fair, something mm. fairly simple. So I think that was the only yeah. different one. Uh, but the rest of them, yeah, you just got the platinum for for finishing um, all the episodes. That of would the feel game. cheap. I feel. Yeah, I, it does. I don't know if I would they, like they, that. They feel like cheap platinums. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can hide, you know, you can hide your trophies. You can choose which tro- trophies to hide. Um, yeah. I feel like people don't yeah. need to know about those ones. <laughs> yeah, they don't need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hide them, though. I, I, I wear them with pride, too. Yeah. What I would absolutely love, though, is if, uh, and I've, I've heard a few people talking about this with, with platinum trophies, if there was a way that you could kind of log on to the PlayStation Store uh, on your account and that it would customize a physical trophy i would love to have a couple of physical trophies for some of the games that i'll uh, get them you know yeah i I think there's probably some companies that do something like this but like an official one that you know you you earn the trophy in in spider-man and you log on to the playstation store with your account and it allows you to buy a physical spider-man trophy i they'd make money doing it i don't know like this is is easy money sony why aren't you doing it I wonder how much overhead they actually could make on it since it's like very custom. Yeah. Um, but yeah. with how many people would buy them and how. I'm sure that it would be a relationship order. Yeah, I'm sure there'd be like a third party that they could link in with. Like who are the guys that make the, the little pop figures? You know, they, yeah. they they could make like a trophy for. I, I don't know. I, I think there's money to be made there somehow. There are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, there is. I, I think you're, I think you're right on that, and that's that's actually a really clever. Um, that would that would make me, well. you know, that would actually make me um, uh, pursue more. 
pursue more platinum trophies to think if I had some because yeah. you can see like by my, my by my room here I, I like physical representations of you know things that I've achieved in my life I'd, I'd love to have <laughs> physical representations of these digital worlds that I've explored yeah, can you imagine conquered if, you, if, if we just had like a bookshelf that was just full of like these trophies where would it end would it only be for platinums then would people start demanding like gold and silver like well, you've seen some of these people that, um, you know, have, have like pop cap rooms and stuff, you know. Just, I, yeah, just like... I, that overwhelms me when I see that. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd like... want two or three. There'd be two or three Platinums that I would buy um, yeah. that, I'm, that I'm proud of. I wouldn't buy the Telltale ones. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think you're going to pursue next? in your platinum life oh man um there's there's always been a few that funny enough that i got the rocket league one recently because you pointed out after looking at my trophy list that i was only yeah. like two trophies away all we had and to there do was play on- a match together online and then it was like I, <laughs> I was 40 minutes away from that trophy for years, <laughs> for like years. and didn't realize <laughs> so so i had that one now and that's actually it's a pretty rare one as well not many people have it um mm-hmm. i feel bad though because i think ryan when he was about three years of age gained me most of those trophies because i because because actually it's not that different like you will gain most of the trophies just by driving because you'll accidentally get most of them so i just yeah. like left him with rocket league he, he loved driving the car in rocket league well with, just with a young kid like you know playing anything on a track is more difficult but rocket league is driving around a football pitch so he would never like you know, be kicked out of the game, you know, right. so I could just leave him playing Rocket League and he oh loves God, it. So, small. so he, so he owns cute. most of that platinum actually, which is, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> See, most of the trophies that I have from Rocket League would all be like the ones you get that they're, that are basically trophies that just mock you for the way that you're playing because you play it poorly. <laughs> Like all of mine would be like the ones where it's like, you know, like, I don't know what they call, but like the ones you get for like spending a lot of time on the walls or falling from the ceiling or like never getting a goal or something. I don't even know if that last one is a trophy, but I would absolutely have it. But it's just like, you know, you, I just, I'm not made for Rocket League. I don't know why I don't understand it, but I'm so bad at it. <laughs> I'm so bad. Like, I think that actually would be a platinum. It, that could be hard for me. Unless I had you carrying. I, I, yeah, I think, I think you'd, you'd probably just get it through, through, through time served with it. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm not that good at the game, but, but I particularly, you know, you platinum trophies are funny too sometimes as well because they make you feel like you've mastered the game uh, and that's just not true because as soon as you <laughs> go on true. online and play against people um you realize you they're like oh, noob yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly um what game will i pursue next for a platinum trophy i don't know i don't think there's any in my current um list i, I was thinking about the Last of Us 2, a second playthrough mm. of The Last of Us 2 would definitely get you there because most of it is fully upgrading things that is almost impossible on a single playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a game I will absolutely revisit. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I will absolutely revisit that game. And so we'll probably end up getting very close to a, a platinum on that one. So that might be um, mm. one that I one that I do. Um I told myself that I was definitely going to get the cyberpunk one. <laughs> but I, well, we we'll have see. to wait when a little I, when while I revisit for that, that game. game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I guess when the um when the PlayStation Five version of that comes out and all the bugs are worked out because that's coming later anyway, uh, that's probably when I'll revisit that game and I'll I'll check out the the trophy list then. That's fair. Yeah, that's very fair. So, without further ado, we're that is us on Platinum Runs, and I just want to say a quick little thank you and. A quick congratulations to one of our community members. So Chulak and Lady Chulak have had a baby Chulak and baby Lucas is now here. So congratulations so much on, you know, bringing a life into the world. That's huge. That's huge. And we can't wait to see where that little baby gamer goes. Um, Yeah. So I wonder, does this mean that Chulak will be watching um, more of your gameplay? And and, uh, because he's not going to be able to play as much himself so he'd be he's been managing to be very attentive and i've been very surprised (laughs) i'm like you have an infant how are you doing this an infant and a toddler like and well infants infants are easy infants are easy because they just you you can actually your controller fits nicely around that that that, that shape uh it's when they start moving it's a lot more difficult until they can actually play themselves as well so (laughs) Just little little hassles, right? Little bundles of joy. <laughs> Just total little hassles. But um, I also, I wanted to do a general thank you to the community for being so receptive to new ideas as I'm moving through different changes in my life. Um, and um, as well, being just just an amazing um, community to each other. So I've, um, I've witnessed a couple of times, like I might, because... I'm in a different time zone to so many of the people in the community that like sometimes I'll just wake up and I'll check the discord server and you know, people have been like, Hey, how are you doing? How's your game going? What are you doing in this one? Or like helping each other or like just sharing game clips of like what they're doing or our food channel and just complimenting each other's food (laughs) or their fur babies. And it's just, it's so lovely to have cultivated a community that is so welcoming and so, um, uh, capable of existing without me like that's something that's just been really really cool um so just a big thank you to everyone in the community discord there as well and do you have anything to say Um, ned well i'll be back into the community hopefully soon Um, (laughs) i'm I'm transitioning between jobs at the moment and which means um, that he's doing two (laughs) which means i'm doing two because i'm finishing up all the old projects, taking on new projects, and then trying to finish every project that I said that I would do for free for people over the last year <laughs> when I didn't know what my career was going to be. So, and then in um, your free time, bitching about Valhalla. <laughs> then exactly, maybe maybe if I was just working a normal single one job, maybe I'd like Valhalla more. <laughs> maybe, yeah. But uh, so yes, yeah, so I, I plan to be back in the community a little bit more um, over the next few weeks. Awesome. We will welcome you back with open arms. (laughs) Uh, But that is it for today's pod, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you want to stay up to date on all things late to the game, don't forget to join that lovely community Discord server and to check redellygamer.com. That's (laughs) R-E-D-E-L-L-I-E-G-M-R.com for regular updates. And we will see you next time. So bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
go.